I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Here We Sew Again, the podcast where three sewists from different backgrounds discuss all things sewing. I'm Meg Healy. I'm Amanda Carestio. And I'm Kate Zynard. We are so excited to welcome you to our new podcast. If you're a former listener of Sew and Tell, this podcast might seem a little familiar, but we love what we created together and we think the community does too. So we decided to start an independent version of our own. So here we sew again. We know that not all of our listeners are guaranteed to be former Sew and Tell fans. So for our first episode, we are going to introduce ourselves, talk about how we got started on our sewing journeys, and where we are now. First things first, let's introduce ourselves. We already said our own our names, but um, just to get a little bit more in-depth into that, uh, my name's Kate Zynard. I've been sewing since... Oh, I don't know, maybe about 20 years, something like that. I have a husband and two cats who I'm obsessed with. And uh, yeah, I love to sew. Awesome. I'm Amanda Carestio, and I have been sewing for about that long, definitely off and on in starts and stops. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a husband, three kiddos who I very occasionally sew for, a dog and a cat, and I also love to sew. I am I'm a basic sewer, so I sew a lot of things over and over and over again, and um, I'm currently on and kind of have always been on an elastic waist pants kick so that's me Mm -hmm. (laughs) forever yeah and you have really introduced me to the the land of elastic waist pants which now i'm full full on board for for never going back never (laughs) ever going back um yeah and i make healy i started sewing when i was about 11 or 
10 or 11 or 12, one of those years when (laughs) I wanted to make my own graduation dress, but I couldn't find, like, I made it because I couldn't find a lime green one in the stores. And that kind of opened me up into the world of sewing. Because if you can't find it, you can't buy it, you can make it. And yeah, that just led me to experiment with sewing on my own journey through high school, taking sewing classes. And I studied fashion design in school, both in London, Canada, and New York City. And I just never stopped since. And I'm so happy to have a career in the sewing industry as well. So yeah, and I'm just so excited to talk about just more sewing because uh, as we discovered, there is just endless conversations and topics that come up about sewing. <laughs> yes, yes. After three years of podcasting on our other our other show, we have more to talk about. And I love yeah. that. I love that. Can't so stop. Much. Can't stop, won't yeah. stop. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our first segment. Um, we've covered a little bit about how we each got our start, but Kate, let's let's hear from you because I know you have a really you have an interesting sewing background. Um, I do. Um, well, it seems normal to me, but it is it is kind of interesting. <laughs> I think. Um, I, think I got so. my. I, I got my start in sewing actually when I was studying costume design uh, for the theater. I was a theater major in college, and one of the, I, I mean, as a theater major, you had to do a certain amount of sewing. And then um, as a des- costume design major, you got thrown into a costume construction class, which really went in deep and fast to the sewing world, which was actually really overwhelming. And I, I kind of struggled with it for a while, but when I got out of it, I definitely had sewing skills. And so when I left there, I ended up going to a, um, a local theater and worked for them as a stitcher. Um, so I made costumes for about three years, um, everything from Victorian wedding dresses to uh, dirty socks, um, and I mean, and I mean a costume for a person to be dressed as a dirty sock. It was really spectacular. Wow. Um, like a giant dirty sock. How giant did that dirty never sock. come up before now? Have like, I never I mentioned know. that one before? No, uh, I don't think no. so. It was it was for a kid show called um, the Monster Under the Bed, which was the vacuum. But all of the characters were various things that had gotten under this kid's bed at some point. So there was his dirty soccer sock, and then there was a a, a sour ball covered with lint, and there was like a GI Joe and a Barbie doll, and just a, a race car. So yeah, everything was a toy and the entire build was very, very weird. But uh, the sock was the one that really stuck in my head because we took a we took a, a piece that had once been like a, a chess knight as sort of a frame to go under the sock. And um, then I had to spend a whole bunch of time rolling it around in the dirt to make it dirty, um, which is called distressing. Um, and can be a bit distressing <laughs> when it's not getting dirty fast enough. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I made a lot of really cool costumes in that um, in that world, and then I kind of burned out because the theater can be very intense. And I um, ended up going back to school, becoming an editor, 
And then next thing you know, I'm working as an editor for a sewing magazine. And all of a sudden, I just wanted to sew all the time because that's kind of what happens mm-hmm. when you work for a sewing magazine. And so I got back into sewing. And now the really fun thing for me is I get to sew for myself instead of sewing for other people, which I did for many, many years. So that's exciting. And Love yeah, that. that's how I got my start. Yeah. I'm just still in shock that we've never heard your making a giant dirty sock story I know. before. I, I can't know. believe I've never holding told out. you that one. <laughs> I, I feel like it's kind of a go-to, like, this is a weird thing that I made. I can't believe I've never mentioned it before. Yeah. We heard the, what was it? The G-strings? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the G-strings. <laughs> we heard about that. The breakaway G-strings. Breakaway G-strings. Exactly. Yeah, I couldn't think of the term, but I knew there was like an action involved. (laughs) Yep, yep. I love that so much. Well, yeah, and and just to touch briefly on my background, I definitely got, uh, my mom taught me how to sew early on. Um, So I remember sitting at the kitchen table with her working through patterns. Um, Her, she never really had a dedicated sewing space. So she would always bring her sewing machine out to the kitchen table. And um, yeah, that's, I, it, I did a lot of, or early on, I made like a lot of hippie dresses, hippie blouses. Then I learned how to work from a pattern. And then I took a big break and did quilting and stained glass and ceramics and beading and all other kinds of things. And then made my way back to um, sewing garments and have worked in the kind of sewing industry for a long time now, starting out in craft book publishing, then moving over to um, magazine publishing, and now working for a sewing machine company. So um, that's that's a bit on the professional and not so professional sewing background. But um, but I'm so glad that I have hooked y'all on elastic base pants and linen for that matter. Um, yeah. Those are oh, yeah. like, those are my awards on my wall. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's been fun to like, sew for fun and then sew for work and then sew for fun and have those things kind of intersect and then also be so influenced by both of you, um, in that. So, um, let's talk about where you are now on your sewing journey. Who wants to kick us off? So on my sewing journey, I am, I'm kind of at a place now where my wardrobe is kind of full of me mates. And so Mm -hmm. I try to make my decisions based on what I actually need and what I think I'll wear. Um, And so, yeah, it's very, some of it's just, hey, I want to sew this thing. And some of it's like, I have this fabric I need to use up. And some of it's like, I'm not going to sew anything until I have a really, really great idea. So it's kind of a, my, my sewing journey is very mellow right now. It's kind of a, a stroll through a meadow where I pick the wildflowers that really appeal to me. And Mm, um, I like that. Yeah look around for the babbling brook. I don't know where that falls in the metaphor, but yes, it's, it's, it's a, it's a stroll through a meadow. That's my current sewing journey. That sounds so nice. So peaceful. (laughs) It is. It's very peaceful. It's very mellow. It's very much just, I do what I want to do when I want to do it. And if I'm not feeling it, I don't. How about you, Meg? What's your sewing journey looking like at the moment? Oh, I'm like you. I literally cannot fit physically another 
my closet. Oh my gosh. Like, so just even last night, I just got home from uh, a work trip and I was so proud. Everything that I packed and wore was a me made. And nice. my jammies and like, it got to the, like, I was so proud of myself. Uh, every outfit that I pulled out, uh, I was with my, my colleagues and they were just laughing at me because I had like a dinner outfit change. I was like, I just have too many looks. <laughs> It was hilarious. So, uh, but I'm, it was, uh, I'm kind of, I just had this thing that I woke up this morning. So I was spending time um, with uh, some colleagues that have quilting publications. And I was like, I think I want to make a quilt like a full-on quilt because I need like I want because having a new home and like mm-hmm. decorating I was like mm-hmm. I want to make my own like bedspread and I'm just kind of thinking like that might be like a new challenge for me and something and also sewing for my husband because he desperately needs some new clothes and but I mean I'm obviously still gonna like I already have like things that I'm planning on making like overall so <laughs> it's a little bit of a <laughs> but yeah I think I want to start like like a full-on quilt that's, that's amazing that's shocking Meg because I, I swear when we started so tell and did the same sort of episode you said that quilting was the thing that you were absolutely not interested in in any way shape or form I know and over three years yeah. we've changed I know yeah. we have changed I think has it been three I think it's been Four. Three it's and a like half. Three and a half. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Three and a half. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And like three yeah. and a half big years of life. Like mm-hmm. lots has so happened. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. All of that. Oh, right. That. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, oh. but I can't keep time straight anymore since COVID. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. I could keep the first two months straight, and basically everything after that is just like one big blur. Like, sometimes I was mm-hmm. hot and sometimes I was cold, and that's about all I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. That's layers are key. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think it might be winter right now. I guess I'll put on another layer. <laughs> uh, how about you, Amanda? Where are you on your sewing journey? Well, um, I am exactly where you guys are. I have too many clothes. I have too many maids. <laughs> and for a while, I was like, trying to be really practical about it. So everything I made, I would like come up with some like elaborate excuse for, or like, or it would be tied to an event or something. So I could like, you know, just like, just, just make it work for myself and make it make sense and not feel super guilty about it. But I've kind of just given up on that and decided that I'm just going to keep sewing like, and I, and then I'll, I'll make it work later. And if I need to like, get rid of some me mates, then I'm going to do that and make time for that as well, because it just makes me happy. And the kind of the, the too practical side of me was kind of bringing me down. So I am full throttle, just make it if it makes me happy. I'm really yeah. I'm like trying to uh, be driven by the fabric a little bit, um, and not, yeah. and, you know, just let it happen a little bit more organically, not force it. And if I don't feel like sewing, then I'm not going to sew. And I, I do feel like 
you know, summertime is, is a hard time to like, it, I just have less time for sewing yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. So, but, but I'm, I'm going to keep making, I have, I've made a few more things for my husband this year and my daughter as well. Um, but I'm, I'm just, it's, I'm, I'm not, I'm trying not to overthink it and just kind of keep, keep my hands busy and keep my mind busy on that creative front. Cause that really does balance me out and keep me happy. So that's where I'm at too many clothes, but I'm just going to keep going with it. Yeah. Yep. I've been definitely starting a, like a donation bag and yes. I was filming. So I was filming in studio um, and Ginger uh, who we've talked about a lot on our previous uh, podcast. She's a host of Quilt and Tell and I, I still work with her and I was sewing samples, like really cute stuff. And by the time I'm filming, I have like three of the same things. And so I was giving them to her and her daughter. And so, mm-hmm. and so now like we're all going to matching outfits. And yes. I, it's just been nice. I've been embracing just like, giving uh, like you know giving things away uh mm-hmm. to people like mm-hmm. clothes that I have and donating because some of my like a lot of my mates, it's hard to hold <coughs> excuse me hold on to things that like you've made and you love but like they like don't fit any yeah. and you're like oh maybe and it's just like no just like let it go you know yep. let it go yeah let I need go. to get some size labels and then and sew them into some oh, of my older makes um, cause I think that's, that lends a better scenario for donation purposes. So yeah. oh, that's I'll do that. Just, yeah. I never thought about that for, I know, um, I should do that. I, I have a big pile right now, but I'm going to go through, I'm going to go back through it and add, um, some size labels yeah, into it. You could just it. get some that's generic a, ones. Really yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Um, so fun. We're all so in tune in some ways and not in others. And I love that. Um, so in tune. So yeah. in tune. <laughs> we, can we start the fun? The fun. The oh fun. my gosh, we can start yeah. it again. Ah, new mm-hmm. pun tally. One, One for me. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk really specifically. And I'm interested to see if this has changed over the years. Because um, for me, it hasn't. But yeah. what, <laughs> what are your top three TNTs? Meg, you go. The Zadie jumpsuit okay. is. Mm-hmm. by far TNT I I've made four and I already have like more on the list I brought nice. one um yeah I brought one to my to my work trip and it's just so versatile I wore it out for dinner mm-hmm. it's a great filming because it has like pockets for like mic packs and you can dress it up at like Zadie and then um I started making before I left I made like three I can't remember the name it's the sweatpants pattern from Seamwork. And I made it once and I immediately cut out three more. It's just like mm. a good sweatpant. It's a good rise. It's not too tight. The leg is a good fit, not too baggy. I need to find the name of it. Um, but that's like my current TNT. And I've made it into shorts, like a sweatpants short. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, I will find the name of it and link it in our show notes. We have, we're having show notes, right? Of course we're having show notes. <laughs> We okay. have to have Shona. Well, we're still figuring things out. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, you'll, you'll expect to find the same kind of fun. You know, we're not, we don't take ourselves extremely too organized. seriously or professional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm extremely uh, organized. If I can I know, remember I know, to Kate, be. No, no, sorry. Yes, yeah, so I meant in my own sense. Yes. <laughs> I'm not offended, Meg. I was just saying. <laughs> 
just say, no, I know. Uh, yeah, Kate, if it wasn't for Kate, um, this we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here. I r- truly thank you so much for getting this going and keeping this organized. And thank you mm-hmm. so much. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> uh, All right, oh, my last Yes, one for me. I had to get that in there. <laughs> I'm like now in competition mode. No, oh, okay. So no, uh, I have the Zadie and then the Seamwork sweatpants and then of course the Nini culottes. I still <laughs> love them, still make them. Y'all brought this pattern to my attention. It was like my first indie pattern make after sewing exclusively with, exclusively with Berta for so many years. So those are my three. And they're somehow all pants, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's hilarious. Yeah. What about you, Kate? Oh, gosh. Um, I wrote this question and I was not prepared to answer it, was, which was very foolish of me. Um, so uh, so the Pagosa pants are obvious for me. I, yes. You know, I really like my Nini culottes, but the Pagosa pants uh, fit my... It fit my back curve a little bit better. Um, so they're a little bit more comfortable for me. I need to do some adjustment on a Nini uh, pattern for that. But um, I just I just love the Pagosa pants. Um, I just, I think they're great. They're super comfortable. Um, I like the pockets. They're unique. And I love them. Um, I also have been wearing a lot of the Up in Arms blouse. Um, oh, which is yeah. a which is a so daily pattern. Um, it's one that yeah. I made for some reason several times. Um, I've made it many times because of work, and also just because I love it. Um, I'm wearing one right now without any sleeves in it um, because I didn't have any space for sleeves with this fabric. I ran out of fabric. Anyway, I make it a lot. It's really comfortable. I was wearing this the other day and I was thinking I should make a few more of these without sleeves because it's hot. But this uh, pattern, it hangs very loosely. So you it, you don't get, you know, fabric clinging to you. It's just kind of floats around you and doesn't make you too hot on hot days. And yeah, I'm really feeling like I need more of them right now, which is dangerous. Um, and then for the third one um that's that's kind of hard I can think of a bunch of stuff that I like to make a lot and I think I'll just go back to my old favorite the gallery tunic and dress um which is from why am I losing it uh it's Liesl and Company Liesl and Company Mm -hmm. yes Mm. um my brain just went completely blank on that. But yes, Liesl and Company, may, uh, it's, a great, it's a great shirt dress. It's kind of a little bit A-line, so it works with the fact that I have a small bust and wide hips, and it's very comfortable. It's like wearing a nightgown. Um, I like the tunic version. I like the dress version. The dress version has pockets, which makes it even better. So yeah, I really love that pattern, and I'm happy to wear it as often as possible. So yeah. Nice. Oh, and the Pagosa pants are also a so daily pattern. Come mm-hmm. to think of it, I didn't mention that. Uh-huh. So Yeah. Um Amanda, how about you? Um, Ninis on my list. I wear them year round. I make them into like swishy pants. I hack yep. them. I make the I made some in corduroy for cooler weather. 
I make them into shorts. I just, I've, I've lost count of how many times I've sewn them. And I will say too, like mine are incredibly hacked. Like they're not the like out of the pattern, you know, envelope that I've hacked them a lot to make them work for me. So I get a lot of questions about that on my Instagram handle. Um, The Roscoe blouse for me is a fancy because again, like I wear that year round. I have long sleeve versions. I have um, like mid length sleeve versions as dresses. I have short sleeve versions that I just made. I just keep kind of circling back to that pattern. So it's on my list. And then for um, the third one, I had a hard time choosing. Um, I think in the last year I made a ton of trench era t-shirts and that was all that was a yes. daily pattern it's a freebie um and in that same collection i've kind of fallen in love with the clear creek camp shirt also camp a freebie shirt. yeah i can't stop making it i think it's because i love button-ups but i like a more casual button-up um and it only has like the way i make it it only has four buttons so it's like it's so quick too it's like the fastest button-up yeah you can make and it's really versatile and I haven't even started hacking it. So, um, so those are my, those are my three slash four. Cause I cheated. We forgive you. Okay. Good. Good. I wasn't too concerned. Um, let's talk about our dream project. If you had all the time and materials in the world, what is on your top list to make? I kind of feel like I already have my like dream project and it's kind of like a comfy wardrobe, you know, that like, that feels yeah, like me and, together. and it, and it works together. And, um, like I still, as many years as I've been sewing basics, I'm still super in love with sewing basics. I think, you know, thinking about where I am in my sewing journey, I probably am now like, going more towards a little bit more fun statement pieces, but using the same patterns, but usually just picking up like a flashier fabric. Cause y'all, I just made cat pants. Like I made cat pants. (laughs) This is new territory. I don't even have pictures yet, but I have cat pants. Okay. So cat pants for your cat or cat printed pants? Cat printed pants. Like it's a print (laughs) animals and like succulents on it. That oh I made God. into pants. It was, of course, it was a Nini hack, and I left the side seam open about halfway up, so they're kind of like swishy. Oh. Um, and I also made my daughter a wrap skirt, like a faux wrap skirt, in that same fabric. But it was a real Fine. departure for me, and I'm, I do feel like um, I'm, I'm trying to push myself a little bit on the fabric side and just get a little bit more flavorful because, again, like I have. Lots of solids, right. lots of stripes, lots of basics. Yeah. So um, back to the question now, dream project. I think I've already done it. Like I have clothes that fit me well, that feel like me and are comfortable. And I think that's pretty dreamy. My dream project. I want to start like, as we're saying, so I already, I already have all my dream projects. I've made my wedding dress mm-hmm. and I've made, like, I have so many things that I've made that I just love. And oops, sorry, I, sorry for that. I'm just, I'm so excited. I just slammed on my desk mm-hmm. with my hand. I really want to make like a, 
like a beanbag chair, like mm. something like furniture. Like I want to make because, like having a new home and fit, like you know, that's where you can. Yeah. It's really expensive, like how, and maybe it's where I can save money, like cotton, like a really nice like poof that looks like it's like all fancy from West Elm and like um a quilt like even a quilt like my dream project would be make like a piece of like furniture like a really like luxurious looking like poof or something ooh or like a hammock a hammock like making a hammock yeah like a really cool hammock with like a built-in like doing it like batted like a quilted hammock so it's like comfy something along those lines would be my would be my dream um and I do already have all the materials to do it because I have so much fabric. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not talk about that. We'll save that for another episode. It's the time that I'm a little. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. How about you, Kate? Well, I, uh, I'm going to go the exact opposite of you guys, and I'm going to say, as a as a former costumer, right. I want to make something spectacular that takes like six months to put together i want to make it with like i want to make like a renaissance gown with like silk velvet and and silk brocade trimming and like gold lace and um i don't know just like something so opulent that you just look at it and like think i could never actually put that on because i'd be too hot even in the dead of winter (laughs) but oh my god it's so beautiful that's that's what I kind of dream of doing. Um, I have so many patterns for like historical dresses and stuff. And I'm always trying to convince myself I need one for the Renaissance festival or something, but I don't like going to the Renaissance festival and anything heavy. And yeah. um, also it's so expensive. It's so expensive to get all that fabric, but, um, but yeah, I, I dream about dressing up. I like to dress up you guys. I don't, do it much but i love the concept and i i love dressing up there's a reason i got into mm-hmm. costumes that's mm-hmm. so cool i love it i love it mm-hmm. um let's talk about something podcast specific now do you have a favorite topic subject um any kind of conversation element for the podcast like what's your favorite thing to talk about trends i love the trend episodes yeah. we're gonna do those right yes. guys mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. i always i you know i used to think oh god we have to do trend episodes but they've just turned into my absolute <sighs> favorite i i love them i love talking about the trends and how we could modify them into something we'd actually wear because high fashion isn't usually something you'd usually wear and um yeah i just I, I love picking out, you know, I love this one. I hate this one. Um, this one's okay, but, you know, only in very specific ways. I don't know. It's just yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On a related note, I'd say inspiration. Like when we either when we're talking about specifically like our sewing inspiration or yeah. we're talking about a topic and that comes in like with trends, like I think that's my favorite thing to to give and receive from the podcast because I always get so inspired talking to to y'all and I also I think it's Mm -hmm. sometimes it's a good exercise too to put words to what I'm inspired by because sometimes I'm just in the zone and I'm doing it and to really think about like oh well what what is really giving me my motivation now um so I really I I love the whole exercise around 
inspiration. It's also one thing to just think it, but to say it out loud, it's like different. You're actually putting words to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It really helps. I like talking about sewing fails and just like funny stories. And also our, just like uh, how our life even just like relates to sewing, mm-hmm. just like outside life factors, mm-hmm. like our family, our pet. I love talking about that too. Cause um, you two are also my really good friends and it's just nice to catch up. And just, yes. totally. just, yeah, yeah fair, love, fair warning to yeah. our listeners. We do go on a lot of tangents. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, I think that's, so. that's, that's part of the fun. It's about sewing, yes. but it's also, it's like it intersects with life and, interesting yeah, ways um that require mm-hmm. tangents from time to time mm-hmm. love that yeah yeah um yeah just funny sewing fails like what I've done like that's I just can't believe I did that and I can't wait to share like, I know I, love I agree and if like and I know <laughs> that people on the other end hear that and it's yeah you know it's like it's nice to acknowledge that we all have those moments. Like we're, none of us is perfect and you could have sewn for forever and you're still going to like pick the wrong fabric for a pattern and like oh, yeah. do it anyway, just, even if you know better. Just not be paying attention. And so you're uh, oh, yeah. wrong sides together. Oh, I am oh, yeah. so mortified every time I do that, which is, you know, maybe twice a year, but it is so embarrassing. Or but my personal favorite, like, cutting something that was supposed to be on the fold, like not on the fold. Like, Oh yeah. That's, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. Um, yeah, this one is, yeah. When I was prepping for, I was, I had just have one like yeah. before, as I was prepping for uh, filming, there was this like this super cute cropped hoodie with like a casing. It's so cute. It's going to be, it's coming out free. Um, in in around September on So Daily, but it's super cute. But it has like a casing for cording, and you can do grommets. But I did buttonholes, and on one of the buttonholes, I did uh, vertical, and the other I did oh, I, yeah. So they were both different. One was horizontal, and one was vertical, and so we're like this. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's called a design feature. I know. Then I totally made it like that, and then I was totally. like, oh, it's just kind of one of those like cool edgy like design features like and I, I even talked about it like on like I filmed like a little tip video I was like you, you can get excuse me <clears throat> super cool and like try different angles and I was just totally a mistake <laughs> that's beautiful that's so beautiful. I love it yeah I was like I did this example just to show you how they would look if you each did one this one way one that way <laughs> that's so anyways so good um yeah Okay, so I think this is a throwback to our very first episode. Um, and this one will be really fun. Let's see if let's see what's changed. The question is, what's your sewing superpower? Mine, mine has changed. I'm going, I'm going with speed. I think that maybe was that yours originally, Meg? Yeah. Um, but I think it's I think it's because I make things over and over and over again, and yeah. then I don't have to look at the instructions. Because the Clear Creek Camp shirt, like, I'm down to, like, an hour and a half. Um, Oh, yeah. You know, and it's just, that's, maybe it's also because I sewed for, like, a small fashion brand here in the Denver area as well. And just got super speedy, just step to step to step. Um, So I'm going with speed. I don't think it's as fun as my previous answer, but it's, 
it's definitely my superpower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your other one was like you could know measurements by just. Looking and I'm still pretty good at that, but <laughs> that's, that's that's a good thing to have. It's a good too. thing to have. It really is. <sighs> How about you, Kate? Oh me. Well, uh, my last one um, was that I was able to sew really, really well on camera for some reason. I could yeah. sew more steadily on camera, which is still true. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was kind of tempted to use that again. But I think, I think my sewing superpower is, um, is good, quick, efficient hand stitching. I oh, am such a good one. Yes. Um, it, well, we've talked about, we talked about this on So and Tell all the time. There are certain things I hate, like stitching in the ditch. And if I can find a way to avoid stitching in the ditch by hand stitching instead, I will do it. And I am actually quite quick at taking fairly long seams or hems and just stitching them by hand. And it looks fairly regular and pretty good. And yeah, that's, uh, and I don't mind doing it. It's very Zen for me. So yeah hand stitching amazing mm-hmm. how about you make yeah yeah mine was speed and I still think it is speed but I've kind of like perfected like speedy fixes too like mm-hmm. I am really good if something I feel like I just totally messed up I cut this in a wrong fat or I don't have enough fabric I always make it work like mm-hmm. it's it's I, I sometimes surprise myself. Like, even if I do that, I do a dance. I'm like, oh, I got, I knew I could do it. Like, I knew I could like cover up that thing. Or if I'm not quite happy with, um, sorry, I keep bumping my desk. <laughs> I keep, if I'm not happy with some sort of construction detail, I'm like, oh, I should go fix it. Mm-hmm. And I did it. I'm like, oh yeah, like I did it. Like I, I, I pride myself on being like super, I'm really good at, at, at that. So just making it work. Making it work. Making it making work. Making it work. Yes. At lightning speed. Lightning speed. <laughs> um, that was so much fun. I love, like, I feel like there are things that I learned new about both of you in that exercise, but also things that I also, like, had yeah. had right. So that was right. fun. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, we always learn and grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I so I got to spend... Um, I got to see you in person, both of you. We had a nice mm-hmm. little dinner when I was in Colorado, but I also got to finally attend a skate night with Amanda. Yes. Did you really? And, yes. Yeah, Ginger, Ginger, Amanda, and I, they they took me under their wing and went skating. And oh, that's a lot harder than it works. I made I gave it a good try. I went once you around did. the rink. I did. I did, but it's hard, but I just, I love just people watching and seeing. Yeah. It was like a cosplay night and Ginger was wearing a camp shirt. She sewed in like, what was it? Like an Avengers fabric yeah, or something? Exactly. Like, oh, it was so, it was so amazing to see you and like your element. And I could just so see how it's like such a good crossover for sewing. Like, you know, totally. you dress up, you make, like, it was, it was amazing. And I learned that I don't know how to skate. <laughs> <laughs> It's a new day. You can learn and make costumes yeah. and join us next time. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's I think, yeah, fun. I'm going to dig out my rollerblades mm-hmm. uh, at home, um, do some practicing. <laughs> I love it. Well, um, kind of similar to our um, previous podcast show, but totally different. Shall we talk about our sew inspo? Yes, let's do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't 
we didn't come up with like a little like slogan for I got no that's this is the slogan but it's like here's the time where what's giving us our sewing inspo so inspo so inspo <laughs> what about you Kate what's giving you your so inspo right now is there anything oh. you're working on or so I haven't sewn anything for a little bit because I'm working on another project um but uh I've been kind of toying with an idea in about just over a month. I'm going on a cruise and um, please, please don't judge me where I'm, I'm all sorts of vaccinated and I'm going to be taking a lot of zinc um, and uh, using a lot of hand sanitizer. Um, (laughs) But yes, we're going on a cruise. We had it planned starting in 2019. And so we're finally, we're finally taking our 2020 cruise. And I have one really, really awesome outfit that I did not make, but um, I'm, there are supposed to be two like dressy nights. And so I'm thinking instead of wearing the same thing to, for both of those nights, I might take this yard of um, gold fabric with a fringe edge and see if I can make it into something. Um, I'm thinking I might take a, um, take the, oh, the Antero tank. Uh, No, the Antero shell, um, which Amanda uh, drafted and um, probably fill in the underarms with um, some some gold fabric that's not the sequin fabric so it's not constantly scratching um (laughs) and have a lot of fringe on me but i'm still kind of trying to picture how it's going to look and how i'm going to put it together so that's what i'm excited about is making myself a ridiculously sequiny fringy blouse for this cruise amazing i love it so cute what a good idea to like have a nice panel of relief yes. when your like arms are down and yes yeah, totally that forgot. is that that is definitely yeah. about relief and not at all about the fact that I don't have enough fabric to go all the way around my oh. body mm-hmm. oh. design feature <laughs> design feature, design yeah, feature. That's a, yeah I totally forgot the Intero too that's definitely yeah. a I brought two in my uh luggage when I packed but that's that would be like my top TNT like my uniform last summer was like Nini culottes and an Intero shell um, and so hackable too. You know, yeah, totally forgot about. Before that we get too far removed from our various work trips, we should like <laughs> write down what you took, and like we should talk about that in an upcoming episode. Because like I feel like yeah. that's a good. Uh, I know we we discussed that um, on our previous podcast, but may, it'd be interesting to take a look at it now and like how it's changed over the years too. So mm-hmm. just yeah, put, writing that one down in my brain, you know. Um, I am on like the total opposite end of the spectrum in terms of so inspo, Kate. I am like on not, not um, something sparkly. No, <laughs> I well, I have been on like a blouse kick. I don't, I don't really know what happened other than I felt like I needed more of a variety of like niceish work shirts, like button ups or you know, um, just things that were not t shirts. Um, but I. But I'm also really excited. I've decided that my next two makes are going to be some shorts. Um, and Ooh, like shorts nice. are totally not glamorous. They're totally something that I forget about making until the end of the summer. And then I'm like, oh, I should make some shorts. Like, I think I made shorts in October of last year and then, you know, wore them <laughs> twice. Um, so I think I'm, 
I think I'm going to like change it up this year, actually make some shorts that I can wear this summer. And I'm, I'm just going to do like two at once. And, um, that'll be, they'll get a lot of wear. They'll be like, so not fancy, but they'll be really useful. Shorts. Shorts. Nice. Shorts. J- with jazz hands. <laughs> jazz hands. Jazz. <laughs> Yeah, I watched, speaking of, like, screwed fingers and jazz, I watched Bring It On on the plane. <laughs> that just got me in a good mood. Nice. Um, my so inspo is we're having a party next weekend. We're having, uh, we're kind of taking over this kind of summer solstice margarita party that my parents would always put on because we have a larger backyard in our new home. So it's like a housewarming Love it. Um, margarita party. And uh, it's going to be so nice. And, I mean... I need a new outfit for it. And I think oh, I'm obviously. finally, finally going to use this fabric. I, I've been toying with this idea. I've had this fabric. It's a white uh, cotton. It's pretty thick, so it's not too see-through. Making a dress, and it has limes all over it. So I Whoa. want a party dress. So I'm going to make that this week. That is dress. so perfect. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have been waiting and waiting for the perfect excuse to make the Maeve skirt by True Bias. Oh. It's got the multi-tiers, you know, I just, I feel like I've, in my, like, previous wardrobe life, I had, you know, some ruffle skirts, and it's, like, the perfect kind of summery skirt, so that wouldn't, I thought maybe you were thinking, like, a, and that would twirl, too, which I feel like is a requirement of a party anything. There will be twirling. There will be twirling. Um, (laughs) It reminded me. Twirling and twirling. I need to make that skirt. I don't have that pattern. Um, and I don't have fabric for it, but those those things can be amended. <laughs> really, it's never stopped you before. I, it's very true. It's very true. That was not on my list. Like, does, do y'all do that? Like, you just you have something, and you're like, well, I'll just I'll wait till I have a really good excuse to make it. Does that? Do you guys mm-hmm. do that? Yeah. 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 Definitely. And I think that's why I also like I go back to patterns. Like, I don't always have to have the new new pattern that came out, but I'll store it in my brain, like the, the Sally jumpsuit that I made earlier this spring, like that pattern is old, but I, for years, I was just like, I'll make it someday. I just need the right excuse. And, um, the Maeve is definitely one of those. Well, fun. So awesome. So inspo. So much inspo. (laughs) Yeah. I was just thinking that reminded me when you said storing patterns because I was like I I purchased the uh, the paper cut Estella dress top skirt and it has like puffy sleeves and it has like a skirt and it has like a wrap perfect. I was like that would be perfect and then I could do the two I would want to do a two piece because yes. I have like four yards of it and then I could have like a lime shirt and a lime skirt so I can mix and match that see that's just why we do this part like I wouldn't have thought about I was like oh yeah maybe I should look back to like a pattern that I knew I wanted to make. I just didn't have an occasion for it. Exactly. So thank you. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Lime, lime separate. <laughs> yes. Yes. Lime, lime separate. Lime separate. <laughs> All so right, guys. So I think fun. that that was a pretty good first episode. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, here we go. Um, we're going to keep doing this podcast and um, until next time, y'all, let's sew. Let's sew. Yep. And here we sew again. <laughs> <laughs> here We Sew Again is produced by Amanda Carestio, Meg Healy, and me, 
Kate Zynard. Find us on Instagram at HereWeSewAgainPod or email us at HereWeSewAgainPod at gmail.com. Our show website is shows.acast.com slash here-we-sew-again. Thanks for listening, and now it's sew time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.